I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to a brand new podcast, an Englishman, an Irishman, and a Scot. No, it's not a joke, but you will be laughing. Well, at least that is the aim. I'm Susie Mack, and as you may have guessed from my accent, I am the Scot. I am a DJ. I live just outside of Glasgow in Scotland and I also do a lot of work on social media. Let me introduce my co-hosts, my partners in crime, Nathan and Billy. Yo, what's going on? How you guys doing, people? Hello, all you Captain Kiddens. Sound like Carol Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> so, I should introduce myself. Hi, I'm Nathan Caton. Um, I get paid to chat shit for a living, but in the professional terms, I'm a comedian. Um, make jokes, repping rep England. Uh, well, for this podcast, I'm repping England. If it's cricket, sorry, I'm missing these all the way. But for here, I'm England. England. Uh, hey guys, I am Billy Halpin. I am from Dublin, uh, but I currently live in LA and I am a 25 year old male model. No one knows, do they? <laughs> nah, I am a TV producer living in LA. Brilliant. Well, together we are an Englishman, an Irishman and a Scot. Each and every week we'll be bringing you our views to the world from three very different standpoints, different countries and different cultures. And to make it even more bizarre, we've never actually met each other. We've come together just for this podcast, become lockdown Zoom buddies. And here we are. We had a lot of problems with doing Zoom, by the way, just to tell you that. Um, We'll be learning as much about each other each week as you will be. So strap in because who knows where this is heading. (laughs) <laughs> you need to cancel off in three weeks <laughs> yeah I love that Zoom buddies <laughs> five, five minutes looking at each other trying to get it to work and then we're all gone exactly. Wait, is, is anyone buddies on Zoom because honestly man I, I, I honestly I can't stand Zoom at the start of lockdown I was like oh this will just be fun but now I'm like if I have to do one more Zoom quiz I swear down I'm going to like jump off a bridge or something I'm antisocial. I've stayed off the whole thing. The only time I've ever been on Zoom or anything like that is to talk to you guys. And it's because I was forced to go there. So, (laughs) Okay, we're just going to open the podcast up with the headline news from our weeks. We all live different lives and this is a really great chance to take a peek inside. So I'm going to go first this week. Mm -hmm. This week, I met up with people that use people and like that people well I guess they used to be my friends but they are my friends now does that that sounded really bad (laughs) basically (laughs) no it was just one of those situations where I met up with two of my 
friends who are really 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 super close to me and you know life gets in the way I'm I'm 31 now 32 next month like we're all kind of growing up we're all kind of um we all lead different lives some people are um sorted in their eyes like they've you know they're already married they've got kids they've got a house they've got everything like tick box wise I'm the complete opposite of that because I'm not married I don't have any kids and I'm single and yeah and I'm cool with that but then some people don't encourage that you know what I mean like (laughs) you you said that very quick (laughs) as a sign that um, Susie Susie needs help (laughs) no I actually am like I'm actually very content as to where I am right now right but like it's just very strange at this age because everyone at my age group is at on those different levels like we aren't in the same wavelength anymore and honestly it was just a very bizarre situation it was like having a conversation with someone that was almost I'm trying to think how to describe it it was like it was having like the conversation you'd have with your doctor or well maybe not your doctor but like someone in like in the street the lady in the shop and stuff like that it was you're a very casual doctor i really do i actually love her like honestly i I actually could be friends with my gp she's amazing she thinks i had coronavirus by the way she actually thinks i had coronavirus in february before we knew about it because she said my symptoms were very odd because i had whooping cough apparently but anyway forget about her but this is this is the thing (laughs) this is the thing like I had the conversation so it was like that kind of surface conversation where you're like oh how you been getting on how's your brother how's your sister what's your mum doing these days blah, blah, blah. that kind of like surface conversation not too deep and then I kind of like be, maybe me I kind of hit them with some jugular um, questions like why am I not going to invited to any events that you guys go to anymore yeah wow straight no. in for the kill yeah right. yeah because I'm just I can't help it I'm very di- I'm a very direct person right so I'm so I'm having this conversation and I'm like I'm I know that's probably why I'm not getting invited to the events anymore because I'm too direct and sometimes people find me a little bit like intimidating sometimes when I'm like eh, I don't think I'm confrontational I think I'm just very real like I feel like I don't bullshit so I think that a lot of people kind of struggle with that situation and that's cool not everyone's meant to like you in life that's cool but it, it, there's been a lot that's gone on in that situation like I didn't get invited to one of their weddings and that's oh. something that I've known for my whole life but it was just a very weird situation because it was like I was kind of like did I go back did I go forward did where did I where like what happened like I felt like I was in high school again I did. I felt like I was in high school again for like the first time for a long time. Okay. The other two, the other two friends, are they yeah. still really close with each other? So they're really, really close. They're like, they literally turned up wearing the same clothes. Like they've oh always gosh. been, wow. <laughs> they've always been like that. They're like two friends that are always with each other still. In fact, they're so great. Like, I mean, I've had some, like, they're good people. Like, I've had such good times with them in my lifetime. But it is really sad when you look back and you're like, what went wrong there? Like, when when did we stop being, like, friends that would text every day or, or, like, you know, go to functions and, like, Mm -hmm. just be at each other? Like, when did that stop? There's so many thoughts going through my head right now. 
Like, do you reckon when when you met them, they're like, right? How long do you think before Susie goes for the jugular? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. like when, oh, let's go <laughs> con- con- confrontational Susie. You know what she's like after a few iron brews. Exactly, but the thing is, they know me when I didn't drink iron brew, so like that was that was probably a big contributing factor to it. Because when I used to I used to drink, and like obviously there's a lot of drama comes with drink. I don't know about you, but in my life there was. So um, maybe that's why they don't invite you. If you stop drinking, maybe you're not fun in the party anymore. I think that they. Uh, oh, oh, boring Suze. Oh no, no. <laughs> have you seen my live streams? Have you seen my live streams? Have you seen my live streams? <laughs> they ain't boring. Yeah, I've like. seen your live stream. You are anything but boring. Exactly. So this is the thing. Like, I feel like maybe I've changed so much that I don't see the situation. Like, I'm, I'm so different now to the situation that we used to be in, in which that I fit, I fitted into that friendship group, which I don't, I don't fit in anymore because I mean, I, I'm, I'm a pretty random character. Let's be honest. I, I do a lot of things that people find really uncomfortable. That's what I do in life, and I, I, I lie. Well, I've got my, all my social media is very uncomfortable for some people. Some people love it. Some people are just like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> like, really? Pretty shit about yeah. it. And you always have to remember, these people have known you since high school. They've known you since primary school. They, they don't see you the way that the other people see you. So like... Yeah. I've done a little bit of, you know, we don't know each other. So yeah. I don't know about you two, but in order to try and get to know you a little bit, I've been doing some snooping. And watching stuff on your social media, and been watching Nate stand up. I've been watching you DJ in your living room, and yeah, it's quite entertaining. There's two <laughs> very big factors of your DJing. <laughs> Listen, I, I've always kind of almost like been like that. Like I think I've got to an age now where I'm very confident in what I do, but like I was always on the cusp of being that person. But now I'm just cool with being her. Um, I, also the other thing is I separate I've told you this before Billy I separate Susie Mack is different to like the person that I am most of mm-hmm. the day if you know what I mean like I separate the two because I, I find my online persona as a character and that's the mm. easiest way for me to deal with it because I do get trolled a lot I do get you know you know nasty things said to me I do get people having opinions of me etc and it isn't nice like it's always going to happen but I find it easier to segment the two because I always believe that when it comes to online stuff, like you aren't seeing that person 24 hours in a day. You're only seeing a little snippet of their life, right? So if they don't right. like that little snippet, then okay, cool, judge that little snippet. But you don't know me, you're judging that 15 seconds in a video. That's the way mm, I see it. Yeah. Like the way that you were yeah. judging me on this podcast now. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Totally. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am totally judging you right now. <laughs> in regards to like uh, that situation have you ever been in a situation where you've had to you know meet up with somebody and it's been a bit uncomfortable and please can I just I just want to put a disclaimer out I am still friends with these girls they didn't do anything nasty to me it was just a little bit awkward because we hadn't seen each other for over a year maybe even longer yeah. than that I don't think you're going to see those two girls again <laughs> well one's getting in a camper van and going to France for like a year so I probably won't oh, for a while oh, oh, god how bad was the conversation it is <laughs> <laughs> leave the country no <laughs> wow you certainly went to the jugular <laughs> have you ever been in a situation like that I get, um, my thing is I've lived away from Dublin for a long time now so yeah I guess it's, it's different when I go home um, you know a lot, I stay close to a lot of my friends um, we stay in touch on like WhatsApp and Zooms and Facebook and all, all that kind of stuff but yeah I guess 
sometimes when you go home, when I go home and I'm meeting up with people, it does feel different because you, you're not in each other's lives as much, you know, and it's catching up and it's a lot of like kind of, well, for me, it's like a lot of the same conversations that I'll have with, with everybody, you know, it's the same thing. Like, are you loving being away from Dublin? I'm like, I've been away for years, you know, um, do you think you'll ever come back? All those kind of questions. Yes. Yeah, so I, I, I sometimes feel when I'm at home that I feel, um, yeah, that I've, I'm, I'm distant from some people. Yeah, definitely. Do you feel like they're a bit jealous of you? No. Jealous of what? You're a bloody yeah. TV producer that lives in LA. Yeah. And, and yeah, that's all the background of your room uh, in it. And trust me, it's very, <laughs> very desirable. Oh, yeah, I should I, I, yeah, I should be pretending I'm living this mad, glamorous life in Hollywood. Uh, yeah, if they're jealous of working like seven days a week, 16-hour days, then yeah, then fair enough. Well, given the current crime with coronavirus, there'd be lots of people who are jealous of you working that, seven days a week. That is true. I mean, I say I was off work for like three, over three months because the like everything just shut down here. Yeah. yeah and now yeah. things have started reopening and it's like, now I'm back at work. It's like, oh shit, I wish I was back in um, <laughs> lockdown. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Can we have a work spike, please? Yeah. Uh, there was, and then we have to get uh, tested for coronavirus. So we have to go in every three days. You have to go and get tested. And the wow. first day I got tested, you have to go in. You go into like they're like dressed up and like completely covered, like as if they're going to like a I don't know a radioactive site, and they like do a blood test and then stick something up your nose that's like punching oh. your brain. Oh yeah. And then, then, uh, then, then you have to leave. And when I was, when I left, I got a phone call from the nurse saying, um, you need to come back. And I was like, Oh shit! <laughs> so I was driving back and I rang her and she's like, don't come back. Don't come back. Don't come back. And I was like, she's like, I need you to pull over. I've got some news. <gasps> like, who tells me that when they're driving? So I said to her, okay. And I said, oh, I pulled over, but I hadn't. Uh, and I was still driving around. And she's like, yeah, one of your tests has come back positive. And I was like, what does that mean? She's like, well, we're not, we're not sure yet. Well, for um, fuck's sake. But you, but you can't come back. We don't want you to contaminate anybody on site. So you need to like stay away from work. Um, a doctor will ring you tomorrow. Bye. And then for 24 hours, I'm like, am I dying? Am I about to get really sick? Like tidying my tidying my apartment in case like something happens and somebody has to come in. I'm like, get rid of all the dirt. All and your porn like, oh. Yeah, get rid of all that. And then uh, it came back as potentially I have had it in the past. So I've got the antibodies, whatever that means. It kind of makes me... When I say that to people, they're like, oh, that's good. That's good. I'm not, I have no idea what that means. Do you ever think about that? Like, what would happen if you were really sick and someone had to come into your apartment or whatever? I always think about what would happen if I died and then, like, somebody has to go through my drawers. Whoa, whoa. That's <laughs> taking a turn, hasn't it? Hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but you don't from, like, oh, friendship to death. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, well, we're talking about well, coronavirus. It's, it's a deadly <laughs> disease, but, like... I'm trying to think. Maybe your friend's got a bit of a point there. <laughs> 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 uh, but do you... Yeah, but see, 
come on, you need to be real about these kind of things. But do you never think that? Like, there's some people that wear like the same kind of like, colour of underwear, like matching stuff like that, just in case they get um, knocked down or something like that. And the ambulance person has to strip them open. Okay, uh, I'm pretty sure that there's other, there's bigger priorities. If you don't, like, <laughs> she's dead, but she looks amazing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so basically so basically you're saying uh, billy that you had it like a strain of it but you're you're, you never got sick with it you're like a carrier all right uh no one wants to be called a carrier um straight to the point all right all right yeah this is gonna be the last podcast I'm in a funny mood yeah. today. I'm in a funny mood today. Can you today. give me the name and number of your two friends? I just want to <laughs> chat with them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Nathan, what have you been getting up to this week? Okay, so my story, uh, my my headline is, um, I almost cheated on my girlfriend. Right. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hold on, <clears throat> hold on. I can feel the judgment already through the internet. Um, yeah, I know you cheated on my girlfriend. Uh, I was very tempted. I was like an inch of cheating. Right? Here's here's a story. Okay, before you guys think I'm an asshole. So this week I went to the barbers, right, mm. to get my hair cut right. for the first okay. time in about four four and a half months. Right, yeah. and what I realized um, as the barber was cutting my hair, the satisfaction of getting the haircut was so fucking good. I was so aroused and turned on in my seat that, like, as the barber was cutting, like, honestly, oh my gosh, like, if he had said to me, take off your clothes, I would have done it. Right? It's just a feeling. And I don't, like, I was, like, as he was cutting my hair, in my head, I was like, oh, go on, daddy, do it. Like, <laughs> I was, and I told you, I, I, like, it's a good thing I weren't wearing like flip flops or sandals or open toe footwear because he would have seen my toes just curling back and forth. I was so aroused. Um, Giving away a lot here, Nathan. <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> but I'm, I'm saying it felt good to get a fresh trim after such a long time in that I was tempted to just like pounce on my barber. So is your hair looking good? I didn't really see it on Zoom like that much. I wasn't really looking at you in Zoom, even though we had that brief moment. But yeah, do you feel yeah, like you're looking you, good as well? Like yeah, when you walked out I mean, the shop, were you getting like people tooting their horns and yeah, I got, I got people, people, people chucking their underwear. It was matching. Don't worry, Susie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then I, I got home. I, I didn't tell my girlfriend that I was going out to get my hair cut. She was far as going out like with my brother to the shops. And I put. I came. I came home. She's like, oh hello. Mm-hmm. Like she, she, she's she's seen Nathan the proper day for like the first time since lockdown began. She's like, "Hey, how you doing?" I was like, "Yeah, that's right. I look fresh. So fresh and so clean. This was good. To have, like, fresh a nice is good. Haircut. Did you make her hold a pair of scissors? It's <laughs> 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 just that refreshing feeling of a haircut because because I've started like doing some gigs again, going back on stage. Like I can't be on stage looking like bloody. Sherman Camp and Night Professor. I need to look yeah. fresh. So I went and got a haircut and just, oh, it felt so good. There's a part when um the barber goes like behind the ear to kind of shape it and it's with that sweet tickly spot. Oh, yeah. I had to do that to my dad over lockdown. I hope he wasn't <laughs> thinking those kind of things. You have to like, push the ear down to do it. Honestly, see now he doesn't want to even go to the barbers anymore because he's like, 
this is now going to become really sick sounding but like he actually thought I was quite good at doing the hair so he's now like oh I'm not going to spend because he gets the pensioners discount even though he still works it's a bit dodgy in, in his, yeah. in his I just think you have to worry about it. I don't think many people think it as sexual as Knight just did. So I think you're good. <laughs> I'm like, what, what have I got myself into here? Um, yeah, but yeah. I, I had to do it. So he doesn't want, and my dad's quite tight. So he's he's into this whole, like, saving money in any yeah. way he can. So he's he's getting me to work. He was like, why don't you watch a few more tutorials and you can get me down to number one? Oh. Um, why, do that, yeah. why do Scottish people have that reputation of being tight with money? Do they? Irish people have it yeah. too. Who do? Yeah. I think they do. Well, anyone, I mean, I've got like, an Irish side to my family and I would say they don't, well, he's the Irish one out of my family and he's the tightest one in the household. Um, so there okay. you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we are. That is a, that is a, that is a stereotype of Scottish people though. I've, I, I work with Scottish people when I used to live in London and they used to tell me that when I'd be like, oh, they're like, I'm Scottish. I'm like, okay. Don't. Were they tight just because they were Scottish people in London with London prices? Oh, probably, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, everyone in Scotland judges London by or anywhere else in the world by the price of a pint. So yeah, if a pint yeah, is yeah. more than three fifty, it's ridiculous. It's bloody ridiculous. How much is a pint in London? Can oh, you it's about five six quid? Yeah, that. five. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Wow. But you can get what, like two two forty five in some places up here and stuff. But that's because they're just playing to the market, aren't they? Like, they know that it's going to get... This is what I'm saying. Scottish people can't be tight because they love to drink. Like, they love to drink. The same way Irish people do. Same way English people do. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I probably started drinking the most when I lived in London because it's just such a normal thing to do. Like, if you work in the city or something, everyone just goes for a drink after work and no one has... Well, well, people do have cars in London, clearly, because it's gridlocked constantly. But no one really has cars, so you end up on the tube. So it's easy for you to have a couple of glasses of wine and get on the tube and get home and eat a kebab and then wake up in a mess and then go to work in the morning. It's really easy to do that. <laughs> it's really easy. That's from that's from a Scottish person in London's, London's perspective. Oh, um, I was exactly the same in London. Yeah. Kebab we, we breath on the tube on the way to work in the morning. We rip the arse or you don't go home. <laughs> That was, yeah. yeah, that was also me in London. Yeah. How have you guys yeah. made it far through life? <laughs> who, who's employing you guys, man? Various places, various places. I must have been stinking sometimes. I must have been absolutely stinking, spraying myself with perfume and stuff like that to make myself like, look okay. like I've actually had a wash. So have a few drinks, get pissed, kebab, have a half an hour sleep, wake up, and then go meet two friends who you haven't seen in a long time and wonder why they're weird towards you. <laughs> Billy, can you describe your hair to us? Because you've got quite, like, you've, I've seen pictures of you because obviously I've had a look at your socials as well. I've seen your pictures and you've got quite random hairstyles. Sometimes you're blonde, sometimes you're shaved, sometimes you're, I don't know, do you get, like, lightning strikes in it? I don't know. Well, I would have preferred if you used a better word than random. um yeah i used to dye my hair blonde um Mm. for uh for you for a few years yeah until it was actually burning my scalp to the point where it was like blistering the girl used to do my hair because i used to want to get it as white as possible i used to like let on it was painful and it was like literally blistering 
And then one day she couldn't do it. And this other guy did my hair. And uh, he went out to walk his dog while like the toner was lifting or whatever it's called. When he came back, I was like, get this off me. It was like, I burnt my whole scalp. So I thought after a couple of years, I'd give it a rest. And then day two of quarantine, I did a Britney and just shaved my whole hair off. I was like, I need to get rid of my hair. You did a Britney? And I just had it, had it, yeah, did a Britney and then had it, shave, have it shaved off ever since. Would you go back or would you keep it as it, like, would you keep it shaved? I just like it short. Like, I, I've i got so much grey hair now. I'm like, the shorter it is, the better. So I just like keep it short. When I go to the barbers, I don't obviously get a boner like you do, but I ask them to <laughs> shave it really tight at the sides. No, okay, listen. <laughs> Go to the barbers for the first time in like five months and see how good you feel. Oh, trust me, you will feel so amazing afterwards, but you'll be turned on by your barber. Okay. Well, there's more of a chance of me being turned on by barber, I would have thought, than you. But <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> it's amazing what a haircut can do, mate. Trust me. It, 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 surprised, it surprised me too, but hey, I, I embraced it. Billy, tell us what's been going on with you this week. So this week, I started back at work a couple of weeks ago now. So I was off work since March, mid-March. Obviously, I've been pretty broke. So paying back now all like my rent and my credit card bills and all that kind of stuff. So I'm trying to be careful with my money. So this week, I was just about to watch a movie and I was like, I'm going to go down. There's like a new kind of like corner shop that sells like um frozen yogurt and all that kind of stuff uh, mm-hmm. i was like oh i'm gonna go down there and get myself a treat and watch a movie and stuff so i went down and um i ended up getting a bag of popcorn it looks really nice it was cookies and cream popcorn oh, hello. Uh, which actually might sound disgusting so i went up to the counter it was fucking 17 dollars Fuck off. And then they add tax and they look for a tip. So we're talking over $20 oh. for a bag of popcorn. Did you buy it? How big is the, how, how big oh, is the bag? That's the thing. I was so mortified. I just bought it. Now, the person that was behind me was also buying that popcorn. It was an American woman. And as I was walking out, I heard her going, what? How much? We're not paying $20 for that bag of popcorn. Did he just pay that? And I was walking out going, why couldn't I be like that lady? <laughs> I, I don't know whether it's just been like quite Irish, maybe. I don't know if it's an Irish thing, but it's like I didn't want people to think that I couldn't I couldn't pay twenty dollars for a bag of popcorn. Even though I can't pay twenty dollars for a bag of popcorn. Also, I shouldn't pay twenty dollars for a bag of popcorn. Even the guy that was serving me was like, Do you want a receipt with that? I think he was like, Do you want to see exactly how much you've just paid for this bag of popcorn? <laughs> I what think would, that's a pretty you, normal what thing. What would you have like, done? Um, oh, I don't know, because I'm a, I'm a wee bit like you. I'm a, No, but then I think my mum's more like you. Like I'll, I'll be in situations with my mum where she's at the till and she'll be like, she'll just pay it just to avoid. And I'll go, do you realise how much that is? I always think you need someone else to be with you in that situation to be like, <laughs> come on, <laughs> let's get out of here. What, what, for a bag of popcorn? I didn't think I'd need supervision to go and get a bag of popcorn. <laughs> I do. How big was the bag? <laughs> yeah, how big was the bag? Like a standard popcorn sized bag. No, not even like the big bag, big bag of popcorn. So like a medium sized popcorn. And it had all cookies and cream drizzled on it. So I if I complain later on about my weight, just remind me of this 
this moment. That I, that I just decide to eat. I kind of blame uh, you for being bougie. I blame you for being bougie and not just getting salted or sweet. This is true. I should have learnt my lesson. I should have learnt my lesson. I should have, yeah, stopped being bougie. But I was, I walked, I was so annoyed at myself that like, I was like walking home. I was like, why couldn't I have just said, sorry, that I didn't know it was that price. I don't want them. Like the guy behind the counter isn't going to be like buying twenty odd dollar bag of popcorn, and then you, I had to tip him. It's like you pay by card and then they like it's on an iPad and then they flip the iPad around and then it's like um, 15, 20, 25 percent tip, not even 10 percent. Do you not think it depends on the situation you're in? Like if you're on holiday, for some reason you spend like a ridiculous amount of money on things in the airport or I mean, I, I mean, I certainly do. I don't know about you, but I don't bring my own sandwiches to the airport. I will go and buy the WH Smith ones that are about four times the price of the normal WH Smith ones. Do you know what I mean? Like. I feel like it's the situation you're in. It's the situation you're in. You are like, we were on holiday last year and we spent like five, six pounds on tablet. Have you ever heard of tablet? Is this going to be just like, have you ever heard of tablet? Not tablets, not tablets. Tablets like a sweet, like it's a Scottish sweet. It's really nice. I'll get you, I'll get, I'll send you, I'll send you some tablet. It'll probably cost me about 40 quid to send it to America, but I'll send you some tablet. Just send me cash and I'll get some popcorn. <laughs> but there's I mean, like we paid like we're we're from Scotland and we got ripped off in our own country because we went into this tourist shop, you know, like the staycation situation, and yeah. literally it was seven pounds, five to seven pounds for this little bar of tablet, which only would normally cost like sixty pence. So I feel like it's just wow. in the situation you're in. But for you, you're just in your like area, aren't you? What do you mean? Well, you just as you said it's down the road from your house. It's not yeah, like but, yeah, no, it's literally it's literally down the road from my house. Um and it's just like a kind of like corner well kind of a corner shop. It used to be just a shop that sold frozen yogurt or froyo, as they call it here. Oh, yeah. Uh and then froyo. And then uh now since the the lockdown it sells about it's got about a thousand different face masks and uh seventeen dollar Popcorn. Okay. Here's what I think, right? There's two things you could have done. When he told you the price, you could have said is cookies and cream crack, uh, code for crack. Right? <laughs> or when he told you the price, you could have gone, okay, so where do I get the blowjob that comes with the bag? Oh, for fuck's sake, Nate. You had to take it there. It's just a shit. Yeah. Who's paying $20 for popcorn? Nah, mate. Nah, nah. You should, mate, you should have just like slapped him in the bag and walked out. Shit, sure. oh, good, good option. There were really good three options that I should have thought of at the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you should have, mate. I mean, I wouldn't have done it myself because I'm a six foot two black guy, but if you want to give it a go, give it a go. On that yeah, note, I, I think we'll be back after this. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hi, I'm Laura Wright, and I'm here to tell you about my podcast, Music in My Life. In this series, I'm talking to some amazing guests about their favorite pieces of music. We'll be delving into the music they listen to and why it shaped them throughout the years. It's like intense. It made me feel cooler and stronger and harder than I was. But the man on board had had cancer. And that's obviously become a big part of my life. I can listen to it now, reminding myself where I've come from. You just completely lost it as we pulled up to the, to the hospital. You can find it wherever you found this podcast. Just search Music In My Life. Okay, every week we're going to have a story. This is the story of the week this week. A marriage proposal goes wrong as a man sets a flat on fire. A man who was planning to propose to his girlfriend ended up setting his Sheffield flat on fire after lighting hundreds <laughs> of tea light candles. South Yorkshire Fire and Rescue Service said the fire started on Abbeydale Road. Don't know why we need that information, but... Here we go. On Monday, after the man left to pick up his girlfriend for the big moment. But when the couple returned, they found the flat engulfed in flames. A spokesperson said, fortunately, no one was injured. And she still said yes. Posting about the incident on social media, of course, the fire service said that the man who would didn't want to be named um had really gone to town with candles wine and balloons however they did add that after going round to the corner to collect his girlfriend ready for the romantic moment he came back to find that the flat was on fire and three fire engines were on the way as romantic as they are and as much as we all love them candles can be so dangerous they can Wow. I love that he doesn't want to be named, but yet they say the road he lives on. So just look out for the burnt out flat, and, and that's him. Yeah, I can't imagine there's two of the same on the, on the same street. <laughs> I'm not um, into candles. I'm not a candle person in general, because my mum puts the fear of God into me about candles. She, like, if I put one on, she freaks out instantly. She'll be like, where are you putting that? Make sure it's on the mantelpiece. Like, you know, oh. like she just thinks that my house is going to burn down. So from a young age, as a child, I've always kind of just been away, like from fire or any kind of candle. I don't even really like firework situations or anything. I just kind of stay home and stay in and keep away from it. And if someone did like a romantic thing like that, I would be thinking that straight away. I'd be like, blow them out. <laughs> I wouldn't be thinking about anything else. <laughs> I'd, just, I'd just say yes so that you blow them out. Like I'd be like, okay then, blow them out. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Oh, I, I, I love a scented candle, mate. Yeah, I do too. Mm. That's like my, that's like my a guilty pleasure. Um, yeah, scented, scented candles. Someone got me scented candles for like Christmas or birthday. I'm like, yeah, cool, nice. It's going to my bedroom in my bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. Do you I have them it. in the bath and stuff? No, no. I don't have. I have showers. I'm not a bath person, but I do have a scented candle. It's on the go at the moment. I should just. I should check it out. It's not burning my bathroom down. Um, yeah. 
yeah, <clears throat> got, got a scent candle in my bathroom. Um, there, actually, there was one in this room that I'm in, but I, I, uh, I blew it out and all the like the melted wax splattered into my face and onto the desk. So I guess mm. that kind of defeats my point. But so, I do so you, love scented candles, though. You've got a candle, a scented candle burning in a room that you're not in. What a waste. Oh, no, my, my girlfriend's here. She's all right. She, uh, she she's, she's in the bathroom. It will kill her first. No. Um, <laughs> no she's no, confined uh, she's... to the bathroom. <laughs> sure, then. <laughs> yeah, door, door's locked. If, if you hear banging in, like, in the background noise, don't worry about it, okay? Mm. Just focus on the podcast. Um, no, <laughs> she, she, she's in the, in the house. She can look after the, the rest of the stuff. <laughs> the other day, the other day, my, my, uh, the gas man was in my house um, fixing the cooker downstairs and I don't think he thought anyone else was in and caused my dogs like a big jumper. Like you jump on it and try and kiss him and stuff or lick him. Um, literally, like we keep him into a room and like all you could hear all of a sudden when the house was quiet was just these bangs, like bang, 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 bang. And it was my dog scratching. My mum was like, she must, my, he must have thought that I've like captured something up there or something like that they're trying to get out like I've got a slave living in their house or something because you know that there's loads of like slaves still living in houses in Britain yeah like they're actually oh, there are. she goes there she goes again <laughs> classic Susie bringing the town down <laughs> I've watched I watched enough Channel 4 dramas and enough Channel 4 um, documentaries on these kind of things to, to how do we go from scented candles to slavery. To slavery. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's know, just that, one of those days. That classic, <laughs> classic podcast gold mine, slavery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, tune in where we'll be talking about scented candles and slavery. <laughs> and next week, greeting cards and the Holocaust. <laughs> oh, what's the most romantic thing somebody's ever done for you then, Susie? <sighs> they don't. They don't. Oh, oh, oh! Well, one, one was pretty cool. I ended up like this is a big. This is quite. I'll sound like I'm name dropping, but I ended up um, in a bathroom with Kanye West in, Ooh, okay. in Paris, <laughs> and he was wearing an angel wings. So I think he set up. He set up in Paris that I would meet Kanye because he knows Kanye. So he set that up. So and he was so nice and stuff. But I'd like literally like flown to Paris, um, got there and moaned. I was going like that to him the whole way through i was going oh do you know that kanye's got a gig tonight and he was like yeah 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 and i was like do you know that kanye's got a gig in paris tonight like annoying i can get somebody to get us in the guest list we can go to it you know it'd be quite a good night out etc little did i know that he's friends with him and he'd already set this all up and that was his surprise so i ended up like backstage and met him and you know what he was actually so sweet so lovely and just such a nice person to me and we only ended up in the toilet together because it was unisex bathroom backstage and he just came off stage and he was in his angel wings. So yeah, no need to explain. We're not judging <laughs> what you do in your business in your bathroom. Well, we, you. Tim was pregnant at the time, so like it was like engaged and stuff. So like yes, there was nothing like that way going on at all. <laughs> but it wasn't one of those parties. It didn't set up for that. But I did think that that was really a, quite a sweet thing to do to keep from me. But then after that, he was a nasty person, and I don't speak to him at all anymore. He's blocked from right. my phone book. So. So what? That? So you don't you don't go for like flowers or candles or anything. You want to meet Kanye West? That's romance to you. Oh that's, yeah, that's quite hard for people to get to. Yeah. But yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, I can give me go to my phone book, see who I've got. Um, okay, how about Mr. Motivator from nineties GMTV? That would be uh, yeah, I'm not him. I'd be down for that. <laughs> Nate, what about what are you um, romantic with your girlfriend? 
Um, I say hello to her every morning. <laughs> you light scent a candle in the bathroom. Yeah, and leave her in there. No, um, I'm, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I can be romantic when I want to be, you know. Um, you know Is it I, hard I, I, to be romantic when you live with someone? Because that's when I would think it would well, be quite hard. And yeah, at the moment, it's mitigating circumstances. I mean, pre-lockdown, yes. But then when you're on lockdown for like four months together, you get to the point where you're just like, oh, just fuck off now. <laughs> I really oh. hope she can't hear you right now. I really hope for your sake yeah. that she can't hear yeah. you right now. I really hope this isn't being taped and played out. Oh, I really hope. <laughs> On the internet? She, she knows. I've, I've probably said it to her during lockdown. <laughs> Right, I'm going to end the podcast now. It's time for a quick fire answer from all of us on our question of the week this week. So we're going to do our dick of the week. Who is your dick of the week, Billy Halpin? Well, dick of the week is uh, Nate's dick from being in the barbers. Hey, come on. (laughs) I think I'm my dick of the week in my story because... I feel it almost in my story that I probably shouldn't have like expected answers to questions that I'm never going to get answers for. So that's why I think I'm the dick of the week. That's my personal one. Yeah, no, I'm very deep today. Do you not? Do you not feel that I've got a deep vibe today? <laughs> like I'm very like I feel I feel like I'm um I don't know what's happening to me right now. I don't feel like my normal self today. I'm kind of like I don't know. I feel like I've just been stepping back in time and reminiscing too much and overthinking, which is what I do. Here, just as a random, like a little, little side note, did anyone see about the star signs changing? Yeah, yes. there's a new star sign or something. Are you sticking to your old one or your new one? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm Scorpio for life, mate. Yeah, I'm Virgo for life because I just, I just think I, I'm being very Virgo this week, overthinking. And I thought that I thought that when you were talking, I was like, classic Virgo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. It just means you're a dick. Uh, I'm Air- I'm Aries, which is a, I think a ram. That's yeah. as much as I know. That says yeah. all. I, I, don't, I don't know what I've changed to. Um, did you have a dick of the week, Nathan? Um, my dick of the week is uh, your dick, <laughs> which which is looking fresh. Great haircut. No, I didn't get it. I didn't what? get that cut. That's my head. That's my head in the barbers for a little chop. <laughs> um, my dick of the week is uh, probably um, the football club Fulham. Right. Oh, uh, oh! I was uh, going to speak to you about this, but it'll take us five hours if we have this conversation. Yeah. But nah, yeah, yeah. Plus, it's, it still mm. hurts. So let's not go there. But, Terrible game. Um, so basically, I'm a Brentford fan. That's all you need to know. So my mm-hmm. dick of the week are Fulham, who can go fuck themselves in the Premier League. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. <laughs> so thanks for listening to the first episode of An Englishman, An Irishman and a Scot. No one's died yet. So I think we can call it a rousing success. Maybe. Yeah. You never know. I've talked about it enough in this podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button so you never miss an episode. If you are listening to Apple Podcasts, then please leave a review and a five-star rating we really need that it helps others to find us and talking of spreading the news please tell a friend or family member about us tell everyone tell your granny tell your auntie tell your mum tell walk around the street and just tell people and if you really didn't enjoy it why are you still listening you're a hater actual hater (laughs) Um, (laughs) don't want you to listen please don't don't listen again Uh, we'll be back with another episode same time same place next week well done guys thanks good talking Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.